Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Something a little bit new here on GTL. We're going to be listening to Novak Djokovic's press conference following his victory last night against Holger Luna. He will be touching on achieving the year-end number one for an eighth time. He also goes through his analysis of the match versus Luna and the great rivalry these two seem to have. Also touching on the on-court frustration and racket smashing and his upcoming match against Yannick Sinner. But let's hear what the big man had to say about achieving year-end number one. Yeah, it's huge. It uh, means a lot, obviously. I knew that coming into the tournament here, I needed only one win to clinch the the year-end number one. Uh, and I really wanted that to happen already tonight. I didn't want to... Um, prolong um, in a way the the situation and um, and complicate in a way uh, this this particular goal um, <clears throat> so I'm really glad that I managed to, to do that tonight it's uh, always has been a huge objective and huge goal of mine you know to be number one in the world other than Grand Slams, that's what counts the most. And um, to, to, to finish off the year as number one in the world at this stage of my life and career is, is something really amazing. Um, at the beginning of the year, I really wasn't um, prioritizing that, I must say. You know, I was prioritizing more Grand Slams. And because of the great results, particularly in Grand Slams and the accumulated points, I think I put myself in a very good position to fight for year number one. and. Winning Paris, you know, put me, put me in a great position. So I really went for it. So you know, anything that happens from this moment onwards, I guess, in this tournament is a is a bonus for me. Well, great to hear that from Novak and his thoughts about achieving it uh, this late in his career as well. You can hear how much it really means to him to make that another milestone, eight year end number one finishes. I mean, he's setting records upon his own records 
And like he said there, it wasn't even really his target coming into this year, which might surprise a few people. I mean, he probably was looking at this year just thinking, can I just get back to those tournaments that uh, I didn't get to play last year and just get a good result uh, in Australia at the US Open and sort of hand-picking some tournaments just to play. And, well, he's ended up with fantastic year-end world number one and uh, extends his own record from seven to eight. And this is what he went on to say when somebody was asking him if this is his best year on the tour as well. Uh, one of the best years. No, I wouldn't say the best, but one of the best. I mean, <laughs> the fact that I've won three out of four slams and played the final of the fourth and it's still not the best year of my life, it's, uh, it's quite... Uh, <laughs> Quite, quite nice to have that kind of situation, but it's definitely one of the best seasons. I mean, I had a couple of years, I think three times that I won three out of four slams in a season, like in uh, 2011, 2015. Uh, and in those years, I won more matches. I mean, I played more tournaments um, and I was really, I mean, feeling very dominant uh, on the tour. So. It's quite different um, circumstances this year. This this year, comparing to all the other years, because I I played what 10, 11 tournaments this year. I played very little, least of anybody, and I just managed to peak at the right tournaments at the right time, and that's what matters to me, really. So I mean, I you know, Grand Slam season, one of the best for sure. Uh, overall, also you know, especially in the last uh, couple of months, I haven't lost a match since Wimbledon, so. You know, I've been feeling great on the court and playing playing really well. Uh, but it's, it's hard to compare. Yeah, it really is hard to compare. And probably because of the age, like he said, and playing less matches, it, he was almost invincible in the past when playing double the amount of matches in a year. So to compare it, but you must feel like there is such a great sense of achievement being able to do it at 36 years old. It's... Almost, I wouldn't say expected, but the results to be better when your body should be in its physical peak, let's say, around like, say, even 30 years old. I mean, for a lot of sports people, it can be late 20s, early 30s. I mean, for Djokovic right now, I mean, it seems like he's maybe reaching another peak. It's like when you get to the top of the mountain and then you get, walk over the top and then you see oh no there's a there's a bigger mountain there <laughs> that's what it feels like from Djokovic anyway move on to the next subject though that he had to tackle I've sort of rearranged it for you so it's in uh, nicer segments so we'll hear what he had to say about Holger Luna and that match against him next well there were a lot of difficult moments uh, it was very challenging to play Holger who I thought was on a very high level tonight. He had a very clear game plan and you could see that he was very sharp, uh, very aggressive from the beginning, taking every every chance he had to come to the net. He served very accurately, very precise, very strong. It was uh, very, very difficult good. to find any, let's say, holes in his game tonight. So I, I really had to work uh, very hard and battle which was the case uh, to get the win. You know, it, it, it lasted more than three hours. One of the, I think, the longest match that I ever played here. So um, 
I'm, I'm very glad that I managed to overcome this challenge because I felt like Holger was, you know, close, if not his best, but then close to his best. So Definitely. every time we somehow when we face each other, it's always, you know, very close match. Uh, we play very similar styles of tennis. So I think that's also probably the contributor to close matches. Uh, it was extra tension for me, I think, knowing that a win would clinch me the year number one. So I was feeling that and frustrated at times tonight. But, you know, in the important moments, I guess when it mattered, I found the right solution to win. Yeah, um, couldn't have said it better myself. I thought that Holger Luna played fantastically well. His level raises when he plays Novak Djokovic, I feel. And his serving was brilliant but not great in certain moments. I think Djokovic didn't mention that, but doesn't probably want to take anything away from the performance of Holger Luna uh, and his own performance as well. 18 aces from Holger Luna, I thought it was brilliant, and only five points the difference in total between the two players over the course of the three sets. So that's how close it was. But yet again, Djokovic wins the points when it really matters, and that's at the big moments of the match. Next, he had to address a question from the press relating to the racket breaking. I wouldn't call it smashing because he didn't smash them. He just went back to his seat. He put two rackets down, stood on them, and then just put them to the side. And then that was sort of the end of that and then sort of gave a bit of a glare at the cameraman trying to uh, film him afterwards. But it seemed to uh, get him back on the right track and this is what he had to say about it. I mean, some people are saying that it's, uh, if you want to use that word, uh, pragmatic for me to do that because then I can uh, release whatever tension I'm holding and frustration and move on. Uh, maybe that was the case tonight, but I wouldn't encourage anybody doing that. No, neither do I encourage myself and I'm not happy. I'm not happy with that. I'm, I definitely don't, don't like that I've done that, but I've done it and that's it. You know, I have to take responsibility, but yeah. I guess in some cases it has happened in the past where I do that and then come back um, playing more freely, I guess, you know, just letting go. There are different ways, maybe smarter ways to let go of the, of the frustration than breaking a record. Yeah, definitely. At least he acknowledges it and he's not flying off the handle at the question either. He's aware as soon as he's done something like that, that's going to be one of the questions in the press room. And I think he's been honest about it. I'm sort of glad that he didn't do it on the actual court he just did it by the chair I, it was a little bit low-key uh, so maybe he is learning in his own mind like maybe I, I need to smash it or get rid of this racket and I'm just going to do it in this like set way uh, I didn't think that it was that bad I mean obviously there's part of me that just looks at every time a racket gets broken and thinks well, I only own one racket, so I couldn't ever do that. And these players have the luxury of having multiple rackets that they can just break if they really want to. But I guess when you're in that position, you can pretty much do what you like. But uh, anyway, that's enough of the racket smashing talk. The next question he got posed was just about uh, Holger Luna and whether maybe he got tired in the third set, whether Djokovic was able to outlast him as he does with so many of his other opponents. I don't know. I'm not sure if he got really tired. I mean, obviously we had some grueling exchanges, physically demanding games. And of course, you, you know, you get tired in those moments, but 
I think he's a very fit player and um, he works very hard to be able to play for many hours in the court. So I think that, you know, he didn't seem <clears throat> very tired at the end of the match. Of course, you know, I, I made a break in the third and finished with 6-3, but the break that I made in, at 3-2 for me in the third, uh, we had some very long rallies and, and, and another long rally at the break point. So I just didn't, I didn't get a sense that he was uh, maybe physically struggling. Uh, it's just, you know, okay, I guess the competition and in the heat of the moment, you know, sometimes you um, get the kind of shots that you want, sometimes you don't. And uh, I just served out well, I think, especially in the last game. Um, but yeah, every single match we play against each other is a marathon now. I mean, it's 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 amazing, you know. I mean, he's um, you know incredibly dynamic player, very quick, very powerful, so aggressive. You know, great one of the best returns that I ever faced, to be honest. Um, amazing return, and he has improved his serve and he has improved his overall game. I think in the last month that he's been working with Boris, there's obviously a benefit to this relationship that they're having. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, very complimentary of Holger Luna, as always. Sees a bit of himself, I feel, in Holger Luna. The comparisons in the similar game styles. I feel like the backhands, the great serving, really good on indoor hard court as well. Uh, the way that he attacks the net, good volley in as well from Holger Luna. Very quick reactions. There's a lot to be said for Holger Luna and Djokovic doesn't sing the praises of many players uh, to that extent. And the fact that he's working with Boris Becker, I think that he instantly saw the difference between the way these two, uh, uh, the matchup was playing. And you can see the, the adjustments, the improvements. I'm sure if you're down the other end of the court, it's very noticeable. But finally, he had to talk about Yannick Sinner. And this is going to be one of his opponents in the green group, playing at home in Italy and playing some of the best tennis of his career. The next question he got thrown was about Yannick Sinner and the different challenges that the Italian may throw at him compared to Holger Luna in this last match. Yannick probably has a better forehand, I would say. Uh, but... You know, Holger of tonight played on extremely high level. I think Holger of tonight could win against Sinner and against anybody um, that he would face on the court. So it would be very interesting to see how he matches up with other players in the group. But, I mean, Yannick obviously is in a great form. He's been playing maybe tennis of his life this year, best season of his career. Yeah. Obviously, playing at home, uh, the Italian crowd helps a lot, boosts his confidence, and give him, give him, uh, in a way, wings to to play his best tennis, which he did today. I saw a little bit of his match against Tsitsipas. He played great, very solid, good serves, you know. And uh, well, Yannick is, um, uh, you know, one of the fastest and strongest hitters from the baseline out there in the world that we have and we had for the last couple of years, you know. I know his game very well. We I never lost to him, but you know we had some really close matches. Uh, last time we played in semis of Wimbledon, obviously. So um, yeah, I, I'm gonna obviously prepare myself well for the match. I know what to expect. Uh, I can expect the highest of him, with of course the support of the crowd. Uh, it's it's gonna be nice, you know. I think for the tournament, uh, us facing each other. I think we're both in great great form and. Let's see what happens. Yeah, definitely. 
can't wait for the match. Djokovic versus Sinner. And I like the way he just slips in there. That I've never lost to him. Uh, but I feel that this is going to be the toughest matchup that's ever been between Djokovic and Sinner. I think everybody can't wait for this one. The fact that it's in Italy as well, the fact it's the tour finals, the fact it's indoor hard court where Yannick Sinner's been playing some of the best tennis I've ever seen him play. It just adds to the narrative. Djokovic just played three hours against Holger Luna. I mean, sign me up. I can't wait for that matchup. But that's my reaction to some of Novak Djokovic's comments at his press conference. Let me know what you thought of his comments in the comments section below. Uh, do you think Sinner's going to be a harder challenge than Holger Luna? Do you think Holger Luna could potentially defeat Yannick Sinner and qualify for the semi-finals himself? I want to know all your thoughts. And if you haven't already, make sure to hit a like on this video, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and join us for the matches. They cannot be missed. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.